I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. We begin the third act presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Dave Ross, Matt Humans in today for Mitch and Paul. A lot of spirited conversations in the first two hours. Great conversation with Tim Brando about the college game and certainly the NBA. Our next guest knows all about it. And big news around here. Congratulations to one Jonathan Von Tobel, the new co-host with Tim Murray on VEASAN Primetime. JVT, that's going to be a lot of fun for you guys. Uh, have you enjoyed NBA All-Star Weekend? Do you get a respite from the game as you get ready for the second half of the NBA season? Yeah, I, I really like this time because, you know, somebody who does it every single day, who writes for us every single day, it's nice to get a little time to, to not have to look through injury reports and scheduling <laughs> spots and all sorts of stuff. So I enjoy it. Uh, I barely watch any NBA All-Star stuff. I like the three-point contest. Uh, I like the skills challenge, and that's pretty much all I take in for the most part during All-Star Weekend. So it's it's been a nice little rest for sure. Did you bet the total in the All-Star <laughs> game? Because I was uh, at a book on Sunday afternoon, and uh, there was a – a guy who walked in who actually watches V Cent a lot. He drove over from California. He said, uh, what are you betting? And I was talking about college hoops. And he said he wanted to play the over in the All-Star game. And I said, look, I'm not going to discourage you. I can only bet that over the total because I don't think there's going to be any defense played. And I would expect about 100 points per quarter in the All-Star game. And it ended up with 397 points. <laughs> JVT, did you bet that? And the follow-up yeah. question is, is there any way to fix the All-Star game, or has it run its course and doesn't need to be played in the future? Uh, no, I didn't bet it, and I wasn't with the uh, the many sharp folks who bet that thing under right and, and drove that thing down to, like, we saw, what, 353.5, I think mm -hmm. was the lowest total. Uh, no, I did not bet that. Matt, I've got better things to do than to bet an All-Star game in any sport, <laughs> uh, let alone uh, the NBA All-Star game, and especially a total. And look, I've got an easy fix for the All-Star game. Stop doing it. Like, there, there's no point. And you guys, I think, would be able to speak to this more. Matt, I know how old you are. Dave, as I always say, you're 13. You can tell me you're 30. You can tell me you're 55. I believe all the ages. Um, but the All-Star game used to be, right, a showcase for guys that you couldn't watch because you didn't have the means to watch them. And so it would be a little bit more competitive. It would be more of an event. Well, now we have League Pass. Now we have ESPN. We have TNT. We have all of these NBA TV. We have all of these ways to watch these guys. YouTube, where it, it hasn't been 
become that anymore. And it's exactly what it's called now, guys, the all-star break. Uh, this is an 82-game schedule. These guys play a lot. They have a lot of uh, different obli uh, obligations throughout an all-star week as well. And so by the time you finally get to the game, they're like, God, I don't want to play. This is dumb. And so I think the easy way to do it is just get rid of it. Have a weekend, fill the skills competitions, do the three-point contest, do the skills contest, do something else if you want to think it up. Uh, but I think for the most part, guys, the all-star game has run its course. And I think that's why we see the NBA all-star game looking the way it does on the court. And I think that's why you see these other sports doing everything possible, namely the uh, NHL and the NFL, to try to make their variations of the All-Star Game slash Pro Bowl uh, something a little bit more palatable. You're playing flag football now in the NFL. You're playing three-on-three -three tournaments in the NHL. Uh, you know They've changed it because we all know what these are. So I think you either do something drastic like that uh, or you just get rid of it entirely because I just don't know what the, the point of an All-Star Game is anymore outside of uh, giving them nods for contracts and things like that, monetary, right, because it's part of your contract obligation. So I think you just get rid of it. Yeah. Well said. I, I think that's exactly right. It does feel like it has run its course. Talking with Jonathan Von Tobel. Follow him on X as I do at me, JVT. I, I wonder as you get to the second half of the stretch run, obviously it's well past the second half uh, when you just look at the numbers here as we get to the 82-game schedule in the regular season. Is there going to be a team in the second half, Jonathan, that may be underachieved in the first half that might be able to turn something around in the second half as you prepare for the real second season, of course, the NBA playoffs? Yeah, David, the, the team that I keep bringing up when somebody asks me this question is the Golden State Warriors, because I think that when you look at the Warrior season here in this first half, right, or the first two thirds of the season, uh, it has been marred by a lot of absences and injuries. You know, we know that Draymond Green got suspended indefinitely. Chris Paul has been out with a hand injury. Uh, guys like Clay Thompson and Andrew Wiggins got off to very slow starts, and those starts are continuing. Uh, but you're also starting to see the emergence of guys like Jonathan Kaminga and Brandon Pajemski. Uh, since Draymond Green has come back, guys, they are nine and five straight up 10 and four against the spread top 10 in both offense and defense. Um, they are playing very good basketball in the 14, 15 games since Draymond Green's return. Uh, I think that this is a team that is much better than what their record has shown. So I think that day, whether you want to start to follow them on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, the thing that I put in our NBA at the break primer, which you can find on the website for free at feaston.com slash guide uh, is bet them to make the playoffs at plus 150. Mm. And I also wouldn't say no uh, to betting them to win the Western Conference. This is a team with a ton of experience that if they get in, and especially in that 7-8 range, right, if they win the play-in, you're talking about playing likely Minnesota, who doesn't have much playoff experience, or Oklahoma City, who has no playoff experience in terms of playing a best-of-seven. And that's a pretty good weapon to have against an inexperienced team. And all of a sudden, you can be looking up and seeing 20-1 to on Golden State or sitting on that with them in the Western Conference semifinals. So I think if we're talking about teams at the bottom with some upper mobility, for me, it's the Golden State Warriors that would be at the top of that list. All right. I know you love the Clippers, and uh, they have the best record in the association since December 1st. How good is this Clippers team, and um, have we seen the best from them yet? Because you got to be a little bit concerned when you talk about the playoffs. Can they stay healthy if they stay together, JVT? If they stay healthy, I think the Clippers could win the West. Yeah, that's the fairest. That's the fair thing, right? Like I've said that a thousand times, Matt. Which is, if you want to tell me that I don't trust in them because of the health, I can't blame you, right? We've seen it before, but you also don't want to consistently say I don't trust them until the point where they've shown that you can trust them, right? And then the ship has sailed, and maybe they win the NBA Finals, whatever it is. Um, and, and I think they're the best team in the NBA. I think at this point right now that what we have seen from them since the start of December, Kawhi Leonard since the start of December, practically shooting at a 60-50-90 clip, uh, it's insane what he's been able to do and doing it while playing two ways. He has been available, guys. He's only missed five games. We'll see what his health is coming out of the break. He did have an adductor strain uh, before, and he missed that comeback win over the Golden State Warriors, but their last game before the All-Star break. And Paul George has only missed three games. James Harden has played every game. So this is a team that at this point right now, Matt, has shown us that they can be healthy. And from a record and a numbers statistical standpoint has shown us that they could be the best team in the NBA. They're my highest rated team in the NBA right now. Uh, the market is getting to that point where it's almost agreeing with them. But uh, I think that if you look at LA, the versatility that they have, the three centers that they have, the bench depth, they have a six man of the year candidate, Norm Powell. Uh, they've got Russell Westbrook, who's playing very good basketball at about 15 to 20 minutes a game. Like they have everything that you would ask for of a team to win an NBA Finals. I think there's some matchups that bother them, Matt. You know, Minnesota uh, really bothered them with their size. But I think outside of that, this is a team that is the best in the NBA, and I think they are on their way to winning a potential NBA Finals if, as you said, they can stay together, which they've shown up to this point they are. Now let's talk about the other team in L.A. because Matt and I have talked a lot about them throughout the show, and it felt like while you were not watching the All-Star game, LeBron James was stealing all the headlines. Hey, I, I didn't know that there was a trade possibly going to Golden State. I don't know if I want a farewell tour. I'm not good with adulation. There's 
They're 14 to one to win the West here, the Lakers at this stage of the season. What do you make of where LeBron is mentally? And does this team have any hope if they can get into the Western Conference Finals or turning back the hands of time one more time? I mean, if if they run into another team in the first round, Dave, that was a you know littered with injuries like they did with Memphis, right? And then they get a, a minuscule team in terms of stature uh, like they did against Golden State. You know, I think we underestimate or, or just forget how well that bracket broke for L.A. last season on their way to a Western Conference Finals with Memphis and Golden State. I don't think that's the case anymore, guys. The top of the West is extremely, extremely good. We were talking about the top four teams in any particular order, Minnesota, Denver, Oklahoma City, and the other Los Angeles team. The Dallas Mavericks have been dealing with health issues with their two stars and now specifically Kyrie, but now all of a sudden, now that they're together, they look absolutely incredible. The Pelicans are a top 10 team, both offensively and defensively. I just don't see the realistic path that when you look at what the L.A. Lakers are, they ran back a play-in team and they added Gabe Vincent and Spencer Dinwiddie and Gabe Vincent hasn't been healthy, but like those guys to me aren't going to make a difference. So you could play this back when they make another run to the Western Conference Finals, but Dave, I'm not in. Like I don't think that's the case. They don't shoot a lot of threes. They don't shoot particularly well. They do have LeBron, and LeBron's always going to give you a shot. But when you measure them with some of the best teams in the Western Conference that they're going to have to get through, at the best, I think you're asking them to maybe make the playoffs. And even then, guys, we could see a 9-10 matchup between them and Golden State, right? Mm -hmm. And you could get eliminated right away in the play. And so I don't really buy the upward mobility for the Los Angeles Lakers. At me, JVT on Twitter. Now the co-host with uh, Tim Murray on vSIM Primetime. All right, JVT, last question for you here on the association. How seriously do you take the Cavs and the Knicks in the East? And uh, what, how would you rank the, uh, I would say, the top five teams in the East? I think I take them very seriously. I think I take the Cavs more seriously, Matt. And I actually, I've, I've recommended them too. Like Eastern Conference wise, if you don't have anything, you've, you're plopping in nine to one to win the East or anywhere around thirty to one to win the the NBA Finals. I think is perfectly plausible to invest in here with the the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers because Matt, by a lot of different projections, they are a very big favorite to grab that two seed in the Eastern Conference, and that means you get to avoid Boston. Uh, in the uh, second round, right? So if you win your first round series, you get whoever you get in the second, you can find your way to an Eastern Conference Finals against Boston, given the path that you have and the likelihood you're going to get the two seed. So I think that Cleveland is very real. And as far as the Eastern Conference is concerned right now, I think you're going Boston number one, Cleveland number two. Uh, you're going uh, Milwaukee number three and New York number four with Philly floating around there, depending on not whether Joel Embiid's going to come back healthy. But I have really, I mean, and you should at this point, they're the second worst cover team in the NBA. They're not playing good basketball. You have real concerns with Milwaukee, but you see the future odds there. I don't think there's this gap between Milwaukee, Cleveland, and New York. I think those three teams are very close to one another in terms of power rating. The results have shown us that. So for the market to still be this stubborn with Milwaukee, I just don't get it. Uh, I think Cleveland right now, you can make a very strong case is the second best team in the uh, Eastern Conference. And yet there they are, the fourth best odds to win the East. I think there's value in that number. Thursday, 12 games on the association schedule. Knicks at Sixers. Also got Lakers at Warriors. Super Dave. Uh, yeah, finally we get to Tomorrow, real games uh, now, JVT, that we can talk about here uh, for the second half of the season. Hey, congratulations again. That's really cool with, with you and Tim Murray. Are you guys going to talk a lot of hoops? Do you know that Tim played some college basketball? Yeah, what was he, a Moscow Mule or something like that? You know, yeah, it was. I think he shot 28% from the free throw line, too. <laughs> yeah, we, I did. We'll be looking forward. Yeah, we'll be looking forward to that one, JVT. Hey, man, appreciate you getting up early with us today. And uh, again, we can't wait for the real second half of the NBA season to begin. Thanks for the time. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. There he is, everybody. Give him a follow on X at me, JVT. When we come back, Tim Murray shot free throws like Shaq in college. Yeah, like don't stereotype. He was not a good free throw shooter. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about some potential breaking news when it comes to the Chicago Bears. We have to. Yeah, we do. We're going to do it when you come Justin back with us. Justin Fields. It is about Justin Fields. On the move. And what he might be doing or where he's going to be going. Come on back. Much more to get to here as we continue. Follow the money. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We know you've been busy with football, which is why the VEASAN experts have just released our free NBA at the break betting primer. Get the free guide today. Bet the NBA smarter with future bets to make right now. Eastern and Western Conference analysis plus betting tips for the rest of the season. So visit VEASAN.com slash guide. Get your free copy today. That's VSIN.com slash guide. Just had a great conversation with JVT all about that in the betting primer, which is out right now as you get ready for the second half of the NBA season. But Matt Humans, there is this does constitute breaking news this day and age. Social media. Justin Fields, all the talk in Chicago, and I do a weekly show there still. Shout out Chicago. You do a show in Chicago when you live in Vegas. Can't tell you how I do it. It's a miracle. How By I do phone it. from your condo? <laughs> Pretty much. And okay. it said Justin Fields. <laughs> You're has, the host? I am. He with, is wait with Tim Doyle? No, I wish Timmy oh, okay. D. We love okay. Timmy D. Uh the deal here is Justin Fields has unfollowed the Chicago Bears on IG. I don't know, uh, Luke, our fine producer, if he's also done it on X as well. And I know people laugh at that stuff. But in today's day and age, when you look at Justin Fields, you go, well, he's saying goodbye to Chicago in his own way. I'm not following you. If you don't follow your employer, I think you can read between the tea leaves ever so slightly. Now, look, this is all the talk, and it's gonna. we know that right now, Caleb Williams is basically minus $9 to be the first player taken, minus 1000 to be the first quarterback taken in the NFL draft. And those tentacles say, well, if the Bears stay pat at one and take Caleb Williams, obviously you're going to trade away Justin Fields. Now, you got new management there, or you have management, Kevin Warren's been there now, and you still have Ryan Poles there, and Matt Eberflus might be his last year in Chicago if things don't go well. You could be under new management. Why is he still there now? Why is Matt Eberflus still the coach? That I can't answer. You got Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, you got all sorts of uh, great coaching candidates now, out there. You're going to keep this stooge? Now, to, his, huh? to the Bears' defense, they did decide Stop. to keep Oh, yeah, <laughs> the defense played better down the stretch. But they decided to keep him before I think they knew some of those guys might be available. Then they kind of said, all right, we're going to stay. Could have switched course still. They kept the coach because the GM, Ryan Poles, yep. can control the coach. Like, again, a puppeteer working his prop. And if a guy like Belichick or Vrabel comes in, they're strong-minded. They you don't want that. Ego, don't want that. So it's all about the GM and his ego and his control. So here's yeah. what you see now for no users found for Justin Fields and Bears. You, you, you can search it, and you're not going to find it anymore. There are odds associated where Justin Fields could end up next year. Again, it's amazing to me that the Bears are still, you can get about, what, about plus 325 I'm seeing somewhere out there in the marketplace. If he's going to, uh, now it's been shorted to $1.50. I think that's going to get longer if you do read between the lines here. The Steelers are going to be up for everyone as well as the ATL because those are two spots that, whether or not Pittsburgh actually needs a number one, I don't think it's debatable in Atlanta. Is there a spot? I mean, look, Justin Fields is a monster. Kid goes, what, about 6'4"? I mean, he's a big – you want these kind of big-bodied quarterbacks that run because they're going to take a pounding. If they're running out of the pocket, they're going to get hit. That's the only time you can hit quarterbacks now 
is outside of the pocket. Uh, Fields is, you know, a solid 6'3". Yep. And uh, very effective runner. Obviously, you know, when you look at a guy like Bryce Young, he Oof. came out from Alabama, number one pick. When you watch Bryce Young in an NFL game, he looks like a, a kid playing with men. Yes. A boy playing with men. And Justin Fields is actually built to be a running quarterback who takes some hits. And he, he has improved as a passer. He's got a long way to go in terms of his passing accuracy. But I, I think he's improved a lot. Now, the reports out of Pittsburgh are that they are not going to make a move for Fields. And I don't anticipate Fields is going to stay with the Bears. Apparently, we have more breaking news. The Fields does follow the Bears on Twitter. Oh, he X, does. But He's not still Inst- on X. But not Instagram. Well, that is an, anyway, I don't know what the difference would be. They're trying to handicap this prop. I would say Falcons plus 550, a good, very good fit. Don't forget, Justin Fields went to Georgia. Yep. He's, he played high school ball there before he transferred to Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Broncos maybe at twelve to one, but I also think the Raiders at twelve to one got a shot because you got a couple quarterbacks out there, a few quarterbacks in the market. Russell Wilson, who we talked about, mm-hmm. Justin Fields, and Kirk Cousins, and I think one of those guys, pretty good shots, going to land with the Raiders. Yeah, I would not play the the short numbers on the board here for where Fields Raiders is going to end twelve up. to one. Yeah, yeah, I like the longer numbers here that Matt's talking about here. If you're taking a guess as to where Justin Fields is going to end up. Former offensive coordinator Luke Getze is now the Raiders offensive coordinator. So 12 to 1 odds, you could probably make worse bets than that. I totally agree. And again, it's going to take a trade because obviously he's still under contract here with the Bears. Uh, So it would take some sort of trade. I don't know what you can get back now because you kind of do tip your hand if you're the Bears. They know you need to to deal them, and that kind of lowers some of the, the return power you would think in a negotiation. Hey, the Raiders have to acquire a quarterback. And you would think they got to go out and get a veteran quarterback, too. Aiden O'Connell was fine when he filled in. He was 5-5 five and five as a rookie after uh, Antonio Pierce took over. O'Connell was 5-4 and four as a starter. But he's not going to be your franchise quarterback. Right. you got to go out and get somebody. O'Connell's your number two or number three. He can compete for the backup job. The Raiders, I would think with Luke Getze as offensive coordinator, makes sense here for Fields at 12 to 1 odds, that would have to be the bet I would make. I, I think Atlanta at plus 550 or the Raiders at 12 to 1. Remember, that's the breaking news. Justin Fields not following the Bears on IG, but is following them on X. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, let's get to college basketball. We had a great conversation with Tim Brando in the last hour. He's on the call tonight for Butler and Villanova. And he mentioned that this, this is the type of game now. The Big East has just got some depth to it. This could be a kind of a bubble matchup here. We're seeing Villanova right now, six-point favorites at home against Butler. And look, I always marvel at programs. You realize how great a coach they had, certainly, Raleigh Massimino for all those decades, and then Jay Wright. And then when Jay Wright leaves a couple years ago, you see that this isn't the same Villanova team. Drop-off. It's a drop-off. Right, it's a drop-off. And how much coaching matters, certainly at this level. Like going from uh, Bill Parcells to Dave Campo. Let's not disparage the great Dave Campo, who was an excellent <laughs> secondaries coach back in the day for Dallas. Not exactly a good head coach. Point yeah. <laughs> well taken here. Yeah. What do you make of this iteration of Villanova? I can't believe the Cowboys ever made Dave Campo. I can't their either. Head coach. That was uh, one of those deals where you went like Jim Tom Sula with San Fran. You go, this uh, is not going to oh end well. Oh my god! <laughs> what that's do you make that's of the, a great one. <laughs> what do you make of the Wildcats these days? Well, I think both these teams are on the bubble. Butler 7-8 and eight in the Big East and Villanova 7-7. Seven and seven. The first time these teams played, it went to double overtime. Villanova blew three leads in that game. Mm. That was an embarrassing loss, actually, for Kyle Neptune. I thought he mismanaged that game. I would expect Villanova to, to get revenge here. Butler's off back-to-back home losses last week to uh, Creighton. Uh, actually, Marquette and Creighton. Man, this is, uh, this is a tough call with this number ticking up. To six and a half at some spots. I like Villanova to win the game, but it's just too high of a number uh, for me to lay it. I actually think this uh, Villanova team with Justin Moore as the lead guard could win a game, maybe in the tournament, really? if they can get to the tournament. Yeah. But that's about it. Uh, Butler, at times, has really impressed me, but when you take back-to-back home losses and get blown out by Creighton, it was a bad week for the Bulldogs. Uh, I'm going to have to pass. I'm going to pass on this one. I think I'd say if you play money line parlays, Villanova, okay. to win the game, I, I, first of all, I'm not a favorites player. I hate to lay points. So 
I'm not going to lay it here with Villanova, but I think uh, Nova does get the job done. We talked briefly about Sparty and T to the Izzo. This is his time of year. It feels like the kids have responded there in East Lansing. They're laying a big number tonight. Speaking of, I know you don't like to lay those type of numbers. Ten. No, I would take it. I actually uh, take the ten with the with Hawkeyes. Iowa. And not for a big bet. This would be a smaller like half unit play, but this is the first meeting between the teams this season. Uh, Spart- Spartans won five of the last six. So they've gotten their act together. And actually... I bet them a week ago Saturday when they were three-point home favorites against Illinois. They mm-hmm. pulled away, won that game by eight. Then I bet against Michigan State both games on the road last week at Penn State and Michigan, and I lost both of those plays. Uh, very good road trip for the Spartans. Izzo got it together. That's a tricky road trip. You know, you play Penn State. Then you go to you know Michigan. Now, I thought that was a spot where Jawan Howard's team was probably going to rally. It was their last big game of the regular season. It's been a lost season. Spartans pull away, win that one. And uh, cover the six. I don't trust Michigan State here to cover this big number, though. Mm. Uh, I think 10's a little bit too big of a number. I w- I'll take it with the dog here. Game of the night. How about the Syracuse Orange now? Red Autry. Oh, no. First year as the head coach. All of a sudden, Matt, you look up at Syracuse. And they're starting to play better basketball. They're getting six and a half. How'd that game go with Georgia Tech over the week? Don't turn your back in the Wolfpack. I'm going to let that one slide. Uh, getting six and a half on the road at NC State. Tough place to play, obviously, on the road. ACC matchup here. Is Cuse live as a dog in the I road? I don't know. Come I don't on. Know. I, I don't have a good read on this team. I did, I did think Syracuse was in a bet against spot at Georgia Tech yeah. over the weekend. And now you're playing back-to-back road games. Autry's done a good job here because I saw Syracuse in person at the Maui Invitational in November. And I thought, well, this team's got some talent. It's got some potential. Uh, but they, they're a long way from putting it together. Syracuse had a big win a week, week and a half ago against North Carolina. Yeah. Right? And um, I would think if anything here, I'd play the dog, but I don't want to be on record with an opinion because I'm not going to bet this game. Fair so. enough. Uh, Q- I do have some best bets we'll get to at the final uh, segment of the show. Though. Deal. We'll get to your in-pocket plays that you have in college hoops tonight. When we come back, though, the king of New York, Will Hill, is going to join the program. Hey, he lives in Connecticut, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah. Don't tell the people that. We're back with here more. Follow the money in a sec. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet happens to lose. Download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up today. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown can be all yours. Back alongside Matt Humans, Dave Ross here. We are going... Up to the king of New York. But as you said, our next guest, of course, you know him all over, Vison, Not the Will Hill is how you follow him on X. Also the host of the Shoulda Bet More podcast, which I think is one of the best names for any pod out there. Will, you, I always refer to you as the king of New York, but you don't live in New York. Is that correct, sir? I didn't want to spoil it for you, but I live in Connecticut. You That's were having you. so much fun with the nickname. And I, I may have told you a time or two, but you know what? what it's... You don't want to tell kids there's no Santa Claus, so that's it, it. it's close enough. You can't call him the king of Connecticut because that's uh, Gino Oriema or Dan, Danny Hurley at this point. But, uh, hey, well, let's talk college hoops <laughs> just for a minute because uh, UConn on the road, two and a half at DraftKings overnight, actually opened minus two. UConn at Creighton, it's up to three. Uh, did you play? Are you going to play the UConn-Creighton game or anything else in college hoops today? I haven't played it. I would play Creighton actually because mm. like, Creighton's done well in this series. They, they've actually they didn't play well uh, in UConn about a month ago. UConn just dominated the game and they have dominated everybody. You figure at some point uh, UConn is going to come back to the pack in this in terms of their performance. At some point they're going to have a bad game, uh, just an off night. They were so dominant against Marquette. Now you turn around a couple days later and you have to go to a really tough place to play, a tough place to win. I think Creighton's a really good team. So for me, it'd be Creighton or nothing here. What else do you like tonight on the docket in uh, in the college basketball? Because I know you do have some plays that you already have in pocket. I like Maryland getting seven uh, against Wisconsin. I didn't check the spreads the last half hour or so, but it, it was seven uh, all night. I'm, I don't think it's moved too much. Um, look, they, they've had a disappointing season. They haven't won a lot of games, but they've been close in all of these games. A lot of you know one possession, two possession losses. They play really good defense. Wisconsin's a team that's scuffling, so... Seven's a lot in a game like this. I think, you know, 130 and a half, that's a low total. So, you know, I could see, a, you know, a four or five point game. I just think seven's a lot. So I did grab the Terps plus the points. 
I played Utah State on the money line. They're hosting San Diego State. I just I le- I really like Danny Sprinkle as a coach. Home court in, in the Mountain West is so important, and Utah State's dominant at home. I think eleven and one at home, while San Diego State's four and six on the road. San Diego State's coming off a big win against New Mexico, so that's a good spot I think for Utah State. I think they get it done. I, I played them on a money line, uh, minus one thirty-five, something like that. Um, and, and again, shop around. It's starting to get bet up a little bit. I'm not surprised. Uh, I also played BYU laying four against Baylor. This is a revenge spot. I just think it's a good spot for BYU. They're coming off a bad loss to Oklahoma State. They lost to Baylor earlier in the season. And again, home court in the Big 12, very important. BYU has been dominant at home, only two losses. Baylor, shaky on the road. I think they're four and six on the road this year. And it's a look at spot for Baylor. Baylor plays at Houston on Saturday, so... I think this is a good spot. I think BYU gets it done here. I'm on the BYU side too, but will this line open minus one Ooh. at DraftKings? BYU won overnight, so hopefully you get a better number. It's up to minus four at this point. Yeah, I think I laid three. I just, I mean, I hate when people are like, you know, I when a line's four, like, oh, I laid minus one. It doesn't really help people. So I try, no. to, you know, try to try to talk <laughs> about the game as, mm-hmm. as best as possible. When you know, we, we got to play the ball where it lies, kind of. But you're, you're right, Be, beating. Uh, Beating these books to the punch is important, especially if you think you have the you know the advantage in terms of where the number is going to go. Playing these early as possible, um, you know, make, makes a lot of sense. All right, play the ball where it lies, unless it's Hideki Machiyama. That's a d- different discussion. Oh, no, come different. on, don't <laughs> even start that. That, that. that was nowhere near like a, I agree. A, a, the ball just oscillated. Sort of thing. Ah, come on, <laughs> there was no cheating, ball, people. Uh, that was not cheating. That no was, cheating in uh, golf. There. Uh, well, let's talk a little Major League Baseball here. I have some selfish questions because I call you the King of New York, obviously for obvious reasons. But you do have your pulse on what's going on with those two teams. You've been very critical of the Bronx Bombers in years past. I want to start there because, you know, Matt and I talked about it. Look, if you're a Cowboy, if you're a Laker, if you're a Yankee, you get the bullseye every year. Seems like the market's kind of bullish on them this year for the Yanks. What about you? Have they done enough in the offseason that we can take the pinstriper seriously this year in the AL East? Oh, yeah, they're a legit contender. Now, I mean, I'd like another pitcher or two and one injury to Garrett Cole or Aaron Judge or even Soto. I mean, those are the three guys they really can't get hurt, and Judge has had a history of getting hurt as great as he is when he plays. I mean, just look at the back of the baseball card. It doesn't lie. He misses a lot of games for a, a variety of different reasons. Um, but, look, I, I think the key to the season is Rodon. Rodon hmm. had a, a few really good seasons before signing with the Yankees. He was awful last year, starting to feel a little – I'm sure you guys remember Carl Pavano like 20 years ago oh, where he came to the Yankees, got hurt, was bad, just never seemed to pitch, and it just never works out, worked out. Some guys just come to New York, and it just doesn't work for some reason. I'm not ready to go there with Rodon. seems like he's in good shape in camp. seems like you know he's saying all the right things. People seem to think he's throwing the ball well so far. That's the key, though, because they just don't – they have a lot of question marks behind Cole. I, I think people have been unfair to Cole. Uh, he had a bad start in Boston on a bad hamstring uh, in a playoff game. But other than that, like I, I know he's given up too many homers, but he won a Cy Young last year. He's he's had he's been a, a good signing for the Yankees. Um, it's just I don't I don't know they have enough pitching. The Clark Schmitz of the world. I didn't like the Stroman signing. So I think that 90, 93 and a half is fair. That's a lot of wins. You better stay healthy at that price. I, I think a better price, you just better bang for your buck would probably be 135 plus 135 to win the AL East. Baltimore's good, but Baltimore's already lost a couple of pitchers here with John Means and with Bradish. Uh, Toronto's good. I think Tampa will probably be a little bit down with no Wander Franco. I know they always sort of piece it together with with duct tape, but there's just not a ton of talent on that Tampa team, I don't think. Um, so, so they'll be right there to win the division, handicapping who wins the World Series. It, it, baseball's made it impossible with this ridiculous format where everybody gets in. Uh, they've made it like March Madness, where there's just so much randomness to it. It doesn't matter who the best team is, so... I think they'll be in the mix. I think they're one of the handful of contenders. I mean, Soto and Judge, that's two of the five best offensive players in the sport. They just need a third guy to step up, whether it's Glaber Torres, Rizzo. I'm past the point where I think they'll get anything out of Stanton, but they need a third bat because Judge, Stanton, uh, I mean, Judge and Soto, that's a, hell, I mean, that's a hell of a duo. They just need a third guy. All right, the Yankees uh, win total in 1999 was 104 and a half. Do you remember what the Yankees did that season? Oh, well? boy. They won the World Series, but was that the year they played terribly down the stretch, or was that 2000? There was one of those seasons where they had a terrible September, and you know they they really didn't have a good record. It might have been it was either 99 or 2000. 98 was obviously the great season where they won 114 games, something right. like that. Right. And 99 was 99 the year they fell fell short of that. 
Yeah, win total was 104.5 based a lot on what the Yankees did the previous season. They actually finished that year with 98 wins. Okay. Um, so the Dodgers win total, right now we're seeing uh, as high as 104.5. Are you buying this? Do you think this Dodgers team's uh, going to be this dominant? And I, I think you got to have some questions about the pitching staff too because Clayton Kershaw is not going to be around. I'm, I'm looking for more than one left-hander on this starting rotation. Yeah, hopefully they get something out of Bueller. I mean, they just have so many of these guys that are always hurt, whether it's Walker Bueller, Dustin Bay, who's got great stuff but just never pitches. Uh, I think Yamamoto seems like he'll be good right away. You watch some of the videos, man. He looks like he's throwing a damn wiffle ball. He, he He's <laughs> going to be good, I would think. Glasnow will be good, again, when he pitches, but there's health concerns with him. Uh, they're just going to slug teams to death. Now, getting to the playoffs is a different story, and again, they've had their issues in the playoffs, whether it's the format, whether it's small sample size, whether they're just you could say, hey, they choke. Maybe it's a combination of all those, I'd probably play over, if anything. I just think they're going to bludgeon teams in the regular season. That's a ridiculous team with Otani, Betts, Freeman. You throw in Muncie, they get Lux back. Uh, they get a bunch of games against Colorado to beat up on. Giants aren't that good. Even Arizona in the regular season, they're going to bully these teams. So they're a regular season juggernaut once they get to the playoffs. Who knows? But I think it would be over or nothing uh, for me for the Dodgers, as crazy as that sounds. Usually the mm-hmm. best team in baseball does get – uh, you know, mid 105, 106. I mean, that, or, you know, right around that area. So I, I think they're probably good for it. Right now, DraftKings Dodgers win total 103 and a half. Uh, there is a number out there as high as 104 and a half. Dave, Super Dave, the highest win total since 1995 Whoa. in baseball is a 1999 Yankees team at 104 and a half. So the Dodgers uh, right now are going to have the highest win total along with the Yankees in the past 30 years. Are you buying the Dodgers? Yeah, I'm yeah. with Will. It's It would be over or pass for me as well, but nobody cares about that, guys. Everybody cares about the Mets. I mean, Will, <laughs> I gotta, give me a reason to bet the Mets win total over 82 and a half. Save this for another day. <laughs> I guess because, hey, you still got Alonzo, you got Lindor, and you're getting Diaz back, and that moves everyone down a peg in the bullpen, and you can shorten some of these games, but – Boy, Sanga's a good pitcher. Outside of that, where's the pitching come from? The Quintanas of the world, the Adrian Hausers. Eesh. There's not a lot of pitching. I think this is just, you know, this is a step back year where they they traded Scherzer, traded Verlander. They got some prospects, and they hope to be good, you know, a couple years down the road. The Braves are obviously just much better than them. The Phillies are better than them. Uh, I think I'd play under or anything. What are they, 82 and a half? I 82 think and I'd a half. Under. Well, think about the Mets this year is compared to last year. Right. And the hype, all the hype around the Mets a year ago, and it's all vanished. It's, it's gone. It's all yeah. gone. And you guys can talk about this on your Saturday afternoon uh, show and, together. And we will. That's <laughs> for okay. sure. Well, we appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, we'll catch you all around and cannot wait for our Saturday night, uh, you and I, as we continue Sunday bet prep starting this Saturday. There he is, everybody, the king of New York who lives in Connecticut. Still works, Will. Play, play nicely, guys. We will do so. All right, when we come back, I'm going to get to our in-pocket plays. I might even ask you one golf question. That's next year on Follow the Money. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. There it is, our in-pocket plays for the day. And Matt Humans, no surprise, you've got... Uh, your sights set on college hoops and the number one team in the country, UConn, kind of a believe it, you, you got to prove it that you're good enough, Creighton, to beat UConn. Well, I said that in the first hour of the show, we are talking about it. I got to see it to believe it at this point if you're going to beat UConn because this team does look like it's in a different league right now. I know last week the talk was, well, it's UConn and Purdue and everybody else, and then Purdue loses on Sunday at Ohio State. Now it's UConn and everyone else. And now UConn's going to get, it's probably its toughest remaining test at Creighton. The atmosphere is going to be off the hook for this game. Uh, anytime a number one team, and this is it's true with UConn, it's been true with Purdue. I think Purdue, over the last two years, I've read this, 10 losses, 10 or 11 losses on the road, and the, the, the opposing fans have stormed the court mm. in every one of them. And it's, you know, it's the same thing with UConn. You go on the road, you got a target on your back, and... Uh, they're going to take the Blue Jays' best shot. Now, the first time around, not much of a game. 62-48, UConn won it, and uh, Creighton was not really in it. Uh, so the Blue Jays are going to have to beat me here, and uh, I'm going to, I actually played UConn on the money line at minus 145 instead of laying the two and a half because I just hate laying points. Yeah. And uh, I do think this UConn team is a complete team. A week ago, it was plus 170. Uh, on the prop for UConn to make the final four. And I hate to play chalk, but man, I'm going to be surprised if this UConn team's not in the final four. You can still get that at plus 115. That's the current price here at Circa, and I would actually consider playing that because I don't know how UConn's going to get beat. I yeah, really don't. They're going to be a number one seed, that's for sure. We had Tim Brando on the show tonight. He said, as good as UConn was last season, he thinks this UConn team's better. Even and that's with, saying something. It really is, especially with the uh, subtractions from that championship team a year ago to get better this year. Not saying that the rest of the college basketball is down, but it feels like UConn is just up. Another one that's beat, beat down number four Marquette by yeah. 28. That's yeah. a very good Marquette team. One versus four was not much so of a matchup. Creighton's going to have to prove it to me. I also, you, yeah, huh? you like BYU tonight, and they're oh. laying a small number, but the number's been on the move too, right? So overnight, this opened BYU minus one at DraftKings. Now as high as four. Mm. I also played the money line on this one at minus 150. And uh, Will Hill said it, and I agree with him. Cougars lost at Oklahoma State over the weekend. Not that surprised that they lost on the road in the Big 12, but coming back home, I think this is a, uh, a revenge spot. Catching Baylor at the right time. I like BYU, but I don't want to lay this inflated number. So, money line plays on UConn and BYU as uh, favorites tonight. I got a couple dog plays in college hoops. Oh. And uh, got a bunch of games I was researching here overnight. I, I'm considering playing Maryland plus a seven at Wisconsin, but I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet because I, I actually don't think Whiskey's going to lose this one. Whiskey has dropped uh, five of the last six. Oh, boy. After uh, taking an eight and one start in the Big Ten. It's really been hard to believe that the Badgers have uh, fallen so hard so fast. But Maryland is one and six on the road in the Big. Very competitive. Yeah. And those six losses, a lot of those were one possession games down the stretch, and the one win was at Illinois. So I haven't bet that yet, but I, I did play Wyoming plus 14 and a half at Nevada tonight. That might be the last game on the uh, rotation, I believe. Let me mm. double check. That's Yeah, it's an 8 p.m. start Pacific time. Cowboys catching 14 and a half at Nevada. Wolfpack off a big comeback win at UNLV. A little bit of a flat spot here tonight, and uh, Wyoming – team that beat Nevada the first time 98-93 on January 20th 
And uh, I expect a closer game than 14. I made the number 10 and a half here. So based off my numbers, I took 14 and a half. And also, I did take Iowa, Dave. I pulled the trigger. Oh, you took the 10. Even though the Spartans have won five of the last six. Coming off a two-game road trip, coming home. I took 10 with the Hawkeyes at Michigan State tonight. So two favorites and two big dogs in college hoops. And I might might play more today, but that's what I've got right now. All right. So far for me, and this is going to be a look ahead to the weekend here. we got uh, UFC Mexico is going to go down this weekend. It's on the co-main event uh, of this card. And it's Brian Ortega against Yair Rodriguez. And all of a sudden, after what happened this weekend with Ilya Tapuria, Absolutely starching Alexander Volkanovsky to become the new featherweight champion How undefeated. Se- second round knockout. Oh my goodness. And it was like wrapping up the show. What happened? I see Volk in the prone position, and that fight is over. The winner of this fight at UFC Mexico could be next in line to fight Ilya Taporia. Now, if you go back to Brian Ortega, he had. I still can't believe he didn't beat Alexander Volkanovsky when he fought for the title a couple of years ago. Had two submissions that if your name isn't Alexander Volkanovsky, you don't get out of. That's how close Brian Ortega was to being the featherweight champion. I know Yair Rodriguez, Alpantera, he's going to be the crowd favorite. You might even get a better number as the week goes on. But right now, I think it's really playable for Ortega here, plus an hour 42. I expect this fight to hit the ground. And T-City, man, he's going to throw us some triangles. It's going to be crazy positional fighting on Saturday night. It's a really intriguing fight. I think he's really live at plus $1.42. And again, to me, the winner of this fight could get the next title shot. Didn't go well for Yair. He was really outclassed in his fight against Volk. Ortega was oh so close to winning and being the news. So I'm going to play Brian Ortega this weekend to get the next shot at the new featherweight kingpin that is Ilya Toporia. Uh, that is going to wrap it up for our Made a good case for it there. I, I did have a quick question for you Bring because I, I heard his name thrown out over the weekend after I watched the UFC event, and I said, man, that's right. It's been a while since I've seen Conor McGregor fight. Is he going to be making a comeback, or what's what's up with Well, McGregor? great question because Tapuria called him out and said, yeah, hey, if, you've got, heard. if yeah. you've got any <clears throat> you-know-what left, come on back to your old division here at 45 and fight me for the featherweight tra- championship. That ain't going to happen. Not going to happen? No, that's not going to happen. I just don't think, one, he can make the weight, and two, I don't know if Dana White, that's the fight he'd want to make as the promoter and CEO of that company. Again, if you're looking for a betting edge on college basketball, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming college hoops and betting guide of bracket, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns of every single game visit vsin.com slash pro to subscribe today that's vsin.com slash pro now matt humans i did want to get to one thing while we have a couple minutes left in this program been a lot of fun mitch and paul will be back tomorrow here on follow the money we are kidding a little bit about adeki matsuyama his great comeback win you could have got him in at 150 to one before the final round of the genesis open at riviera uh, concluded on sunday there was some consternation about a ball moving. It was like, hey, everybody relax. The ball can oscillate. There was no cheating there. He has a historic round, 62 on a Sunday at Riv to come back. And not only come back from sh- six shots back, but to win by three is the amazing part. He's still kind of a longer shot to, to win again at Augusta as we get there for, for April. The question I have for you is more about what we didn't see on the weekend. Jordan Spieth signed an incorrect scorecard, and so he got disqualified. Tiger Woods had a withdrawal with an illness. First of all, a lot of talk about the rules with golf. Is it? Is there antiquated rules oh, like yeah. the Jordan Spieth one? Are you one? kidding me? Yeah. Uh, so, some of these rules are so archaic they need to be tossed out. Some of the rules of golf are just completely dumb and irrelevant. I mean, the, the signed scorecard situation with Jordan Spieth, that shouldn't happen in this day and age. Everything uh, should be computerized and... There should be no, no reason for things like that to happen. Mm. Okay, so he, Spieth was not feeling well, and he left the tent, and he signed whatever, didn't double check it, and he came back. Well, you're disqualified. That that doesn't need to happen. That's not good for the sport. And really, if if you know all the rules of golf, you know there are a lot of rules that should be tossed out the window. And um, just speaking of golf, on the West Coast swing, including Hawaii, if you include Hideki Matsuyama who was anywhere from 151 to 400 to 1 going into Sunday's round. Unbelievable. We've had six winners, all at triple-digit odds so far. Now, this week, Tony Finau is the favorite mm-hmm. at the Mexico Open, 
and Finau's at eight to one. But there, there's not many big names in this tournament this week. It's kind of a, it's almost like a bye week for the PGA Tour uh, before we get. To, we're about six weeks out from the Masters, so we're gonna get things cranked up and uh, take the tour to Florida after this, and then uh, head head up to Augusta. But believe it or not, I did bet Spieth uh, in the Masters. Oh, at twenty-two to one here at Circa. Played a couple of early. Spieth at 22 to 1 and Finau at 44 to 1, just trying to get some good numbers on some players who, well, I thought by the time we get to Augusta, those numbers were not going to be there anymore. And, I, you know, and those are guys who have good course history at Augusta. Spieth, Finau, a couple plays I've got in pocket, if, uh, if we want to tie that into the yeah, in pocket. No question. Uh, 22 it, to 1, 44 to 1 on those two players. Tiger Woods <clears> was 100 to 1, as I saw. No chance. That's the Tiger th- can't even finish a round. He, he looks old. It's great to have Tiger back, but he can't hang around for the weekend. It was a tough I know look. you're a Tiger Woods apologist. Oh, no, no. Huh? I, I, no. I'm just saying it was a tough look to watch him crouched over in the cart. He couldn't even finish it's 36. It's a tough look to see a guy quit. He did quit. He quit. That was a lot of fun. Thanks to Matt Humans. Thanks to everybody here behind the glass. You will see Mitch and Paul tomorrow right back here on Follow the Money. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 